Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. This episode is part of a very special series I have curated for you. Your level of emotional intelligence is one of the most significant contributors to your success in life, however you choose to define success for you. In my emotional intelligence workshops, I use the EQI 2.0 model to help professionals and leaders assess how they are doing in self-perception, self-expression, interpersonal relationships, decision-making, and stress management, the main areas of the model. The model contains 15 competencies grouped into each of the areas I just mentioned. You can learn more about the model at mhs.com. So what is so special about this series? Each episode is a deep dive into a competency from the model with an expert who provides you with strategies for improving your emotional intelligence. In this episode, Witten Rutledge talks about flexibility as it relates to emotional intelligence and how to be more flexible when life takes those inevitable turns. Witten is the Special Projects Coordinator for OKA. He manages workshops, coaching events, website design and upkeep, technical support, and creates blog content. Welcome, Witten. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me back. Well, uh, hopefully guests have seen that first topic of independence that you spoke on. If not, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. But today we're talking about flexibility. So before we get into that, can you share a little bit about your background with our listeners? Sure. Uh, so, hi, my name is Wenton Rutledge. Uh, I'm an employee at OKA, Auto Kroger Associates. Uh, EQ is a lot of what we do. Emotional intelligence is kind of our bread and butter. Um, my father, this is part of his life's work. And so, as a teenager, I was always around. I was getting certified at a young age. My brother was young and he got certified in all these tools. So, emotional intelligence as a language is something that I've spoken in my household for about as long as I can remember. So <laughs> that's my that's my background in EQ. There you go. Well, and what an awesome background it is because emotional intelligence helps determine our success in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so let's talk about, so we're on the subscale of flexibility today. What is that in relation to emotional intelligence? So flexibility from an EQ lens specifically is about uh, the ability to adapt your emotions, thoughts, and behaviors to unfamiliar unpredictable and dynamic circumstances. Yeah. So a little personal agility, right? Kind of surfing the waves as they come. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, that's uh, quite literally, literally and (laughs) emotionally speaking. (laughs) Emotionally. Yeah. Let's, let's first talk about that individual that maybe does not have enough flexibility in their emotional intelligence. What could we tell by their behaviors or, or just that they're low? So low flexibility involves, uh, rigidity in your thinking, uh, that there is one way to do things. It's the way we've always done things and that's it. There's no more. Um, it can look like resistance to change, uh, that if it's different, I don't like it. I don't want to be a part of it. Um, and it also can look like lacking curiosity that it's, this is the way, and I'm not even interested in knowing if there are better ways because (laughs) I already know this. And so I don't want to try a different one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm smiling because I know some people like that. <laughs> oh, don't, don't we all? <laughs> don't we all, right? So if we are perhaps suffering or dare I call it suffering, um, if we are low in flexibility, what are some ways that we can improve it? The easiest way, I like to separate my actionable steps into uh, like a short term, like I can do this today, and mm-hmm. then a longer term, you know, something I practice over the course of several months. Yeah. Um, and I also like to think about them in a professional setting and in a personal setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a quick, a quick fix that I think is easy to practice your flexibility is to ask questions that will provoke new data. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if a group you're in is struggling or you just can't quite come up with a new answer, you don't have to ask someone a question that will give the answer, but to just start taking steps back and looking at, all right, what's, what are we trying to do here? And to ask questions that will provoke new data that maybe hasn't been, hasn't been brought to the table yet. Uh, like what other actions can we take or what would happen if we took a different approach? Those are some quicker easy questions that you can ask in terms of other things in a more personal lens, uh, I drive a different way to or from work mm-hmm. and look at the things that you drive by, look at the things you pass by. You can have uh, lunch at a restaurant you've never been to before. Um, or you could even invite a colleague or a friend that you haven't had lunch with before just to like kind of shake your routine up and see how you can continuously do things differently. Uh, because even if you're happy, you you might not realize that there's something even better out there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smiling because a, a couple of thoughts went through my head. First was, or even order something different at a restaurant you normally go to. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that's perfect. order the same thing every time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm a little bit embarrassed to admit that I'm quite the fast food fanatic. And so there are <laughs> plenty of times where I'll just be sitting there staring at the menu and realize, oh man, I've had, you know, the chicken sandwich eight times, uh-huh. you know, already or whatever, you know, I should, I should try something else. I should try, even if it looks gross, something completely, <laughs> you know, different on the menu that yeah. sometimes it can be nice to just shake up the routine a little bit. Yeah. And at least find out that you don't really like something. <laughs> right? Yeah. There's uh, yeah. there's that famous Edison quote about uh, finding, you know, a, a thousand or however many ways that to not invent a light bulb. You know, yep. it's, it's nice to at least cross things off the list. Yeah. Um, and when you don't, when you, when you're searching for an answer, you know, when you're struggling with a project or whatever, getting answers of, all right, well, it's definitely not this can at least help. It, it's really people and people with high flexibility are, are quite good at finding solutions that you'd never even considered before. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, um, it, and so I'm also hearing maybe, uh, say yes more when your first tendency is to say no. Absolutely. It's a big like improv thing, you know, like a mm-hmm. yes. And, you know, like just it's people really get some exciting things done when when they can do that. Oh, yeah. No, I remember uh, my daughter for her 21st birthday. She's like, let's go do an escape room. I'm like, what is that? That sounds silly. <laughs> and so um, I, I OK, let's do it. And now it's been almost 550 escape rooms later 500 oh that's so many that's awesome i love them but so it's only because i said yes that one time even though i thought it sounded stupid 
Yeah. Yeah. Where do okay, I'm sorry, I'm getting off topic. Where do you do them? Where do you do all um, these different escape rooms? Uh twenty different countries and so far twenty three different states. Goodness gracious. I know. So it's been fun. That's the third book, Life is an Escape Room, just all the different things you can learn about in an escape room. And one of them is emotional intelligence, by the way. I love that. <laughs> I clearly I need to do some more. There you my, go. My Definitely. one is looking pretty paltry in comparison. I need to <laughs> step it up and start step escaping more. There you go. Yeah. So now you mentioned there are some um, maybe some long term type strategies. What are some of those? Um, so this one is a little bit uh, too aggressive for some people, mm-hmm. but um, if you have a particularly a trusted friend or colleague. Um, you can tell them, you know, that I'm trying to engage my flexibility. This is something I'm working on and ask that person to push you with, with challenges or with new perspectives. So to someone that you believe is up to the task to have them constantly ask you new questions and try and poke holes in what you're doing to force you out of your comfort zone, to force you to try something new, to force you to realize that sometimes you don't have the answer you think you did. Um, it's not for the faint of heart because obviously I'm not encouraging anyone to, you know, lose friends or to introduce conflict into their relationships all the time. But mm. that uh, some people will surprise you at how good they are at, at poking holes in things and making you think on your feet. Nice. You know, as you were talking about that, that also brought up for me, there's a coaching technique called challenging. And it's challenging the person with something that would be outrageous to them. And then when they meet you like halfway, it's already outside their comfort zone. Like one person who has trouble taking time for themselves say, you know what? I challenge you to take two hours every day for yourself. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, no. And then you'd be like, okay, okay, could you do 15 minutes then? Like, yeah, okay. (laughs) So that's funny. That reminds me of that. I think that'd be a a good technique too for the friend. And my, yeah. And my guess is that that 15 minutes eventually it's like jumping into a pool. It's like, okay, yep. I'm dipping my feet in and now it's better. And Another five all minutes. right, well, let's turn that 15 minutes into 30 minutes. Yep. And then, okay, now we're up to shin deep in, in the water. And that eventually, you know, maybe you don't build up to the two hours necessarily, but yeah. that it's EQ is like a muscle that yes. we are all born with it. Some people are born naturally with it and some people are not. Uh-huh. But everyone can do exercises to flex and improve this muscle and and get better at it. It's, yeah. it's something that you can do all the time. And so the long-term solutions with any EQ element, but with flexibility, is to be willing to dedicate yourself a little bit and challenge yourself and push yourself outside of your comfort zone. So with yeah. flexibility, that just involves... You know, any time that you hear something that stresses you out or it's something new, take a take a deep breath and think about, all right, let's at least try it before I say no. There you go. I love it. Now, let's look at then those individuals like myself <laughs> that tend to overuse flexibility <laughs> where it becomes a weakness. How does that, first of all, how does that come across when you are overly flexible when it comes to emotional intelligence? Yeah, so too much flexibility can look like someone who is more prone to starts than to finishes Mm -hmm. uh, that ideas are like, Oh, that's exciting. Like I want to try that. Shining syndrome. Precisely (laughs) that the idea of something is so exciting. And so I want to try it. And then I realize, like, ah, maybe I don't like this, maybe whatever. Um, 
they have trouble sticking to personal commitments sometimes. I would imagine that's a problem with other people in your show that people sign up for a time and then a day before <laughs> have to cancel because Some people, yeah. oh, something came up and you know whatever. <laughs> um, and so uh, the kind of friends who always say like, oh, I'll absolutely come to your dinner party or I'll be there, and then f- fifteen minutes before. Hey, something came up. Yeah. Sorry, you know. I don't feel like it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I mean, at least if they said that, they yeah. would be honest about it. You know? <laughs> um, but you can always tell because it's always the same excuses. You know, mm-hmm. oh, my parents said no, or all oh, my my wife said no. I can't. You know that it's yeah. it's always the same group of people who are struggling to commit to things. Yeah. Um, and then, and it can also be someone who's just bored with a routine and with predictability. You yeah. know that they like we said, part of practicing flexibility is trying new things and shaking up your routine. Mm -hmm. There's some people who are incapable of creating a routine because they, (laughs) to have it be the same is just the end of it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And so people who are too high flexibility can be a little absent-minded professor ish can be uh, just not sticking with some of the things that they thought sounded like a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I'm laughing and I already know a strategy one for this one. <laughs> so uh, please share it. Yeah. Pair yourself with someone who's quite different in flexibility, like myself, like almost too flexible. My husband, a little lower on the flexibility scale. So like if it were up to me, we'd be moving to a new place like every two, three years because I get bored with the one that we're living in. And he's like, no. So we compromise. We move like every eight to 10 years instead of every two to three years. <laughs> so have an accountability partner like that. But what are some other things you recommend? Yeah. Um, so uh, I said it in the other episode. Go listen if you haven't already. Um, but that when you have too much of an EQ composite, the best advice is to balance it out with other yeah. EQ elements. Um, and so for me, I think the best ones for flexibility are self-actualization and problem solving. Mm. Um, that to, to dive into self-actualization means to think about who are you and what are the ways that you show up in other people's lives? That what, how are you perceived and what behaviors are you actually representing in your physical world, in your mm. space? And spend some time thinking about that. And if you don't like what you see, if you do see, oh, maybe I am too flexible. Maybe I am always going with the flow or always saying yes to ideas and then I don't stick with them or I don't like doing the same things all the time. To, to take some time to yourself and realize like, oh, this is what I'm doing, that I, I'm, I'm not sticking to things. I'm not sticking to plans, uh, that that can help. And with problem solving, to kind of sit down and sometimes too much flexibility can result from having difficulty. You know, I I arrive at a crossroads and now because I have to make a solid decision and follow through with it, that can be scary. And so problems can end up just piling up that you throw them in the closet, close the door and hope that they don't bother you later. (laughs) And so taking some time to really sifting through and practicing you know, nose to the grindstone, even if it sucks, finishing through and, and holding yourself accountable and uh, having an, a partner to help do that really helps yes, <laughs> to does. surround yourself with a support <laughs> system of people who will hold you accountable is, is very helpful. 
Yeah, nice. Well, you know, it's funny too as you're as you're talking about that. I one of the things that I've set in for myself because I'm high on self actualization as well. One of the things I set is I set a goal for myself and the reward. So if I'm having trouble sticking with something, the goal is to make it through, and then I get to reward myself with something like maybe doing something new or doing a weekend of escape rooms or something like that, so I can stick with it. Yeah, yeah. And I feel you know everyone is familiar with that at some point. It's a great idea, you know, that it's like, ugh, I have to do X, but I want to do Y, and yes. so all right, I'll I'll reward myself with things I want to do after I get through some of the things I have to do. You know, I mean that's yeah. a a process that basically everyone has to go through at some point, <laughs> at but some I find point, that, yeah. yeah, using the language of EQ can really make that uh, click and make it, you know, make more sense. Yeah. To make someone, it intentional. So. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So what is your final piece of advice in regards to flexibility? All right. So two pieces of advice. I said it last episode, go listen. But uh, <laughs> one is a line from Bojack Horseman show on Netflix where he's uh, decided that he wants to undergo some personal change in his life. And he, he starts going on runs, although it's not really about the cardio uh, exercise. But during one of these runs, he passes out and someone who has been watching him and also goes on runs kind of stoops over him and says, it gets easier as you do it, but you have to do it every day. And that's the hard part. Um, and that, that, that applies to all EQ composites that applies to flexibility that if it's yeah. something you're not good at, or if it's something that you do too much, balancing yourself is hard and you have to do it every day, but it does get easier. Um, the second is to just stay in touch with the way that you are arriving in other people's lives, uh, because you don't want to shut ideas down before they pop up. You don't want to stay in a box and never leave that box. That low flexibility is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but being a little wishy-washy and being too uh, loosey-goosey <laughs> uh, also aren't a good thing. And yeah. so to keep track of how you appear in other people's lives is my second piece of advice for flexibility. I love it. It's almost like uh, like the Goldilocks principle, right? There's too much and there's too little and just let's go for just right. Absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. To learn more about Witten, visit his website at oka-online.com. Did you know that time is not your most limiting resource? To find out how to increase your productivity and have more time to do the things you love, visit secrettosuperproductivity.com.